Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I think um, the other point I would say is that, you know, I can attest that the data is, is super critical. It is a part of it, but it is so critical and it is more critical now than ever on your product research, but even on your, you know, your, your, your launch strategy around launching a product. We've just gone through a case study with my CTO, Stefan, who's a seven figure seller on Amazon as well. And I, I said to him, okay, I want to, you know, I want to employ your keyword and listing optimization methods and your PPC campaign methods onto a, a list, the, onto a product that is flatlined. And let's see if we can turn the corner with this, with this business. And we've, we've, I think we're in episode five right now, kind of going through this case study and, you know, he, he's obviously much more analytical than me and data driven, but going through and understanding how to take a listing and actually optimize that listing based on the data insights that we're getting from Zanguru on our keyword tool, for example, keywords on fire and, and getting it those data points that other customers or other sellers are not seeing and optimizing your listing for that dramatically changes the, the success of your business. You can take a great quality product, but not implement the data in the right way. And you right. miss a massive, massive opportunity. And I see that in what we did with this, with this business and how we, how we turned it around. So data and how you use that data is, is absolutely critical. Um, and actually the last point I want to make there is, you know, if, if you use our, our niche finder tool on Amazon, you know, the chance of you finding the same product to sell as someone else is probably higher if you haven't educated yourself on how to actually do that and be creative with it and, and be curious, as I said before, Yeah. you know, but if you actually don't take shortcuts, you understand what you're doing and you go in there, there are millions of product ideas that you can find just in that one tool and millions that no one else will find, you know, but you've got to obviously mm -hmm. understand how to use it and how to creatively go, go in and look at the settings and find ideas and let that spark another idea and truly understand what you're fundamentally doing. And if you do that, it's, it's kind of like, I a, think it's like, it's the difference in following an exacting formula that creates a bunch of the same businesses and actually building a business. You know, so yeah. I, I love that when you're building a business, you're using the tools to your advantage. When you're trying to follow the same formula as everybody else, you're going to get a lot of the same results. Yeah, it's because you're trying to take a shortcut, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, you got you got to learn, you got to put a little bit of sweat into that to get, get the results, you know? Absolutely. Um, John, so I'm curious, um, I, you know, that Amy and I, we always bash, um, <clears throat> sourcing tools <laughs> because um you know they started out being being you know really solid and things like that and, and we're not totally not trying to put you through the ringer i used to have a sourcing tool in, on my suite of software but i ended up getting rid of it because what i did see is you know depending on how your tool works i'm not sure i haven't used it um but you know are people filtering or are they browsing or is it a combination of both because i feel like you know, when you're doing the, the filtering, you know, like you mentioned ASM, like, you know, those guys early in the day, like helped a ton of people, they still do, but you know, they're teaching the same methodology to everyone. Right. So somebody comes into Zongru and they're like, Oh, I want to find a product that's, you know, 50 to a hundred dollars. And that's not too heavy. And, you know, it's sold X amount of, you know, and then that's why it's like, you know, you see this, this opportunity, it's like, Oh, we've, you know, we've got these, um, you know, pizza slicers, you know, 
damn, look at that opportunity. Like nobody's selling them. There's tons of them. And then everybody sees that data by the time they get it sourced, by the time they ship it to Amazon, it's like 30 other people there. So like, are you guys showing how to use your tools along with kind of like Amy was talking, like when we teach, like we have a, a sourcing small masterclass and how we teach that is like not like sourcing tools are not a bad thing. Absolutely not. Like the more data, the better. Right. And, and it sounds like that's what you're saying. And I completely agree with that, but it's combining that data along with, you know, serendipitous browsing. And then also looking at other tools like Google trans and social media and all these other things. Is that kind of how you guys, uh, you know, guide people on how to use your tools or kind of what's the methodology that you're um, giving to your users? Yeah, no, I mean, they're all good points. I think, I think to answer that question, the, the, the one piece that I can give you on the background is that time when Adam Hudson and myself went to ASM uh, in 2014, that I, I told you earlier that the penny dropped, you know, there was more than one penny that dropped. And the other big penny that dropped was for Adam was just going, oh my gosh, look at how these people are getting taught how to create a business. And there's so much wrong with that. You know, the, the, the quick methods, the, the, you know, the step-by-step, the, the kind of like blindfolded view of, of trying to go through this and find a, a freaking spatula to send on Amazon, you know, and, and that sparked for him what has become an incredibly successful business called Reliable Education, which he started and, and, and is still huge. It's, uh, uh, and, and, you know, they've, they're based in, in Australia, but um, it's about teaching people how to create a business on Amazon, but in, in following proper business sense. And, and, you know, Adam and I work together, Zongu supports that business and still does today. We obviously have many customers outside of that, but it, fun, it boils down to the fundamental way of how we approach Amazon, which is we believe in the, in, in the, in the, the idea of it, but we teach it in a way as it, it needs to be done from a proper business sense, right? And when you look at Zonguru, everything that we do is done through a business lens. So it's not about like, you know, just looking at this piece of data. It's like, how does this, da- this piece of data fit into the whole idea of what you're trying to do with your business objective? Um, and so it's a fundamental understanding that this, those data points are there to answer certain business questions to help you to be successful, but it's not, it's not the be all and end all. Um, and to that point, I think in our product research tools, um, it's, it's a combination. So the first way we obviously teach is follow your nose, go through Amazon, have, you know, a Chrome extension and data. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's called our niche radar. Um, you know, plus a bunch of other questions that you need to ask that the data isn't telling you, like differentiation, etc. Um, but the other one is using, a, you know, a, a, a database um, setup that we have a niche finder, but it's actually um, the, it, the, the results that you see are way more relevant than any other tool that's out there. And we've actually just done a massive comparison between ourselves and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if I can mention competitors, but we, we, we've done done it some against the biggest competitors and we've said hey let's look at the real results the relevancy and and that's a really important word is relevant results and when you look at it you say hey as a as a as a private label seller on amazon i put in these criteria. this is what's been returned from the competitors this is what's been returned from us but out of this look at how relevant these results are to actually selling on amazon and we nail that and, and you you'll see it every single time and it's because of the way we approach our our database around um, a keyword centric approach, uh, but also a, a massive amount of awesome f- uh, filtering of that results to make sure it's relevant. 
And that filtering is done through what I just talked about, which is we have real sellers who are creating these tools and they understand how to, you know, put an output of, of results that actually match what we're trying to do. And, and relevancy is, is so critical. So uh, we, we're pretty proud of, of, of what we've created and you, and, you know, any seller, and I challenge you actually after this, we'll, we'll do a follow-up, but I challenge you to go through that. And I, I bet you, you'll be nodding your head a lot more times than you'll be shaking it. I can tell you right now. Uh, it's uh, it's funny early on in my Amazon career, you know, I, I tried pretty much every tool and that's why I decided to create my own, my own and that might've been your same path as well. But yeah, I mean, there's tons out there and there's something new every day. You know, you got Jungle Scout, you got Helium 10, you got um, mm -hmm. Viral Launch, you got, God, there's just so many. Um, and you know, they all, uh, you know, they, they all claim to have the, the, the best data and I'd love to, I've, I'm always, uh, willing to try tools. I, I think that, um, you know, it's like when people come to me to try my tool, I said, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't try other tools, because, you know, we do things differently Our you know, the way that we present our data, the way that we do is it sounds like the same thing with you guys. Um, you know, we're, we're not doing sourcing, but for like our listing tool and things like that, it's completely different than anybody else is doing. So I always tell people, go try everything and, you know, use what works for you. And I think that's a testament to your, to your tool. You know, if you're telling everybody, Hey, go try everything else and then try ours and you know, you'll see the difference to me. That's, that's a, uh, you know, that's a strong statement and that's a powerful statement because we do the same thing. So, uh, cheers to you on uh, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would agree with you. I think just like, you know, it's, at the end of the day, it's a tool, right? And it's one piece of, of the bigger puzzle. So, you know, if you, if you truly understand how, whatever tool you choose, if you truly understand how that's being used and how to answer the right questions for your business, and that's how it works for you, great, you know? But if you're saying, hey, this tool needs to tell me what the answer is every single time without me even thinking about it, you're never gonna win, you know, that, that's, that's important. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think it's a testament to caring for your customers, right? Because if you're, if you're, you know, sending somebody to your competitor, because that they know that uh, what you're doing isn't doesn't work for them, and their business is going to be better or stronger, because they're going somewhere else to me, that's fine. And, uh, you know, it sounds like that's, that, that's what you're doing as well. So I commend you on that. Um, switching back to, to, to data, because that's, you know, I love data. I love one of my passions is like seeing problems. How can I solve it with an algorithm or with software or things like that? Um, Amy kind of mentioned this earlier on with like COVID, you know, it's like we, we can't get away from it, right? Every day we're consumed with it now, um, almost to, to a ridiculous, you know, amount. I, I don't, I haven't turned on news for you know, pretty much since this started, you know, I'll do some, some online news and things like that, but I just, I can't. Boy, you missed out on a lot. <laughs> I, and I'm happy for it. Honestly, I am completely happy for it because, you know, I just, I, to me, if, if you're sitting there watching news all day, you're, you're going to have a really hard time keeping a positive attitude and, and moving ahead. Sure. Right. So, um, but on that note, you know, the, the data right now is, I mean, if you look at brand analytics right now, I mean, stuff just moves like crazy and there's a lot of products there that you would have never seen, you know, you, it would have been on the hundredth page, you know, before this all started. And now it's, it's, you know, they can't keep it in stock on that note. Um, you know, how often are you updating the data and, you know, are you telling people, Hey, go chase that, you know, go, go chase that money right now. Um, or kind of, how do you, how, how do you see your tool helping people be successful in this climate? So I think it, it goes back to, um, what that could, that, that question of what are you trying to create? Right. And so my personal preference is, is to tell people not to chase the money right now, because to be honest, they're looking for the quick win 
Uh, and you know, maybe that's their breed. Maybe they're like this super hustler. They're kind of a retail arbitrage person. They like to make some cash, not make cash. To me personally, I want to grow a sustainable brand over time. Right. And so, um, chasing where the money is right now and, and trying to get a quick win on that is, is not the approach. I want something that in three, four years has got a great moat around it. To your point, I'm not spending much time on it and it's just making cash because I've created an amazing thing over time, iterate, it iterated, made it better. So I think the, the great thing about being an entrepreneur is to spot the opportunities at time of great change. The, the, I can tell you right now, like, I don't know, I'm making this number up right now, but 70% of the multimillionaires today probably came out of the 2008 crisis because they understood that there was change and with change is opportunity that you can capitalize on and set yourself up for the next years. So this is like this, if you're not dropping it, this is the best time right now. This is like, this is when you're like, okay, my, my fire's on and I'm going to make this thing happen. And so, yeah, it's the questions you ask yourself when you look at the data there, there's products that are doing incredibly well now. If you're educated and you have a good entrepreneurial sense, you will figure out where the opportunity lies. And it's not where everyone's putting their money right now, but where it's coming and you will create an amazing product out of that. And that means looking at what is selling right now in brand analytics. Absolutely, you should be paying attention to that. But you should also historically be looking at what's been selling last year, where are the trends are going outside of Amazon, what's happening with trends, what's happening with, you know, these are, these are kind of things that, that you need to start to pick apart and find out where, where the opportunity is and then, and then go for that. Yeah, I think that's a, a, an absolutely great point. I remember in 08, you know, uh, my wife and I, we, uh, we had an Android uh, app business, um, and, you know, when, when Android was even, you know, barely even, you know, out the door. And, um, you know, we were making some of the best money we ever made during that time. And it was hard because we'd be going out and people would be losing jobs and hurting and things like that. But on the flip side, you know, you can't, you, you, you can't feel uh, guilty or bad for being successful, right? I think that's another big hurdle that a lot of people have to go through. I know that I have that hurdle all the time. Not only that, but being an entrepreneur, like you said, is, is a huge, it ebbs and flows. Um, you know, so you have to be really disciplined in terms of, you know, uh, you know, everyone says meditate, right? And I always joke, I'm like, I have three kids. There's no such thing as meditation for me, right? <laughs> the closest thing I have uh, to meditate is I'll, I'll, uh, like I, when I get in the car, a lot of times I'll listen to podcasts and, and, you know, audible books and things like that. I'm always like love to consume that stuff because I feel like there's always something to improve on. But a lot of times lately now, I'll just turn everything off and just, you know, be be uh, quiet and inside my head. And that's when I come up with some of my, my best ideas. So, um, you know, if you guys can find a little quiet place, if you have three kids like me, maybe if you're ever in the car alone, use that as your time. Um, and really just kind of meditate on it. Because I mean, the, like, like you're saying, John, we've got some, I've got some product ideas right now that aren't even related to COVID. Uh, one of them is actually, but um, it's a long term play either way. But, um, you know, some of the best ideas will come out of just, you know, meditating and thinking, um, you know, the, the old Gretzky quote, which I'm probably going to butcher is like, you know, don't skate where the puck is, skate where it's going to be, you know, in other words, mm -hmm, you know, really mm -hmm. look at, you know, j just take the path of somebody, you know, hey, um, I'm a mom, I'm, you know, I'm living with COVID school starting in two months, you know, where is there a gap in that 
that process or in that, you know, in that event in, you know, and that's just a small example, but really trying to work your way back, you know, so think of what's going to come, what, what, what events are coming up, you know, Halloween, like what's Halloween going to look like this year for like social, like, you know, is candy going to be handed out? Probably not. Right. Cause people will be freaked out about germ spreading. Like, so, you know, where does that leave us? You know, <laughs> like, are we going to do like, is everybody just going to do like light shows on their front yard? I mean, these are just some of the, the kind of things that I kind of mesh through when I'm sitting there thinking about all these things. Right. So, um, you know, I, 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 you know, recommend that you guys, you know, still your mind and, and kind of come up with, uh, you know, some of these interesting ideas back to yeah, Amazon. I think, uh, uh, sorry, just, go ahead. Sorry. I'll, I'll comment on that. Cause I, yeah, I think it I'd is a, to. it is a really important part of, of the journey. And, and, you know, everyone talks about personal development and that can be sound cheesy and stuff, but you know, my experience of that and, and finally growing up in your mind where, where you allow your time to, to spend, kind of envisioning your life uh, and, and, and building your, your, um, your skill set to be able to achieve that is, is an incredible part of that journey. And I would say, you know, if, if you're in this Amazon business, but you haven't spent the time meditating as, as one practice or, or, or envisioning what truly is the life that you want to create for yourself in five to 10 years and, and, and fundamentally kind of, um, putting that, that vision together in your mind, I think that um, your, your chance of one succeeding and, and, and reaching that is less, but also uh, not being distracted and, and going down other paths is, is, um, is, is higher. And, and I think to your point of, of saying, hey, are, are people, uh, you know, don't be, you know, if you're successful with money, you shouldn't feel bad. Um, I think it depends on, on, on what you're doing with that. Right. And, and I think if, if I break it down in life, I think everyone's in that hungry race to, to have financial freedom. And what that truly means, Hey, I have enough money now where I can look after my family and kids, you know, and, and I don't really have to worry about cash. And that is a certain place you can get to pretty quickly in life within five to 10 years. If you truly focus, I think you can. Right. Uh, and then it, beyond that, it's like, okay, well now I, I'm, I have that, that way of being philanthropic with my money and my communities and, and, you know, helping to give back and, and grow that part of it, which is absolutely rewarding, but that's a step that comes down the road. Right. And you've got to get there first. And, and I think if you don't really lay that out properly, I think you can get sidetracked by, by the other part of capitalism, capitalism, which is greed, which can put you in a real big hole, you know? So it's, it's an important step to, to put that together. Absolutely. Um, I've, uh, you know, some of the books on this long drive that we just took, um, I was listening to, you know, uh, Amy and I, one of our favorite authors, I don't know if you've heard of him, is Mike Michalowicz. And he just uh, released a new book called Fix This Next. And that's what he talks about how, you know, a lot of times, and I know that that this was the mistake that I went, I went directly into philanthropic, you know, like giving away, like, oh, I'll coach you for free. Just give me a call. I'll help you out, you know, and, and I've really had to kind of pull back from that because you're doing a disservice to yourself in terms of, you know, with, with true wealth be, you know, comes the ability to do so much more than what you can do at at a smaller level, right? Once you level up and you get to these higher levels, that's when you can really give back and really change the world. So um, if you guys haven't, uh, you know, heard of Mike McCallowitz, 
Uh, like I said, he's one of my favorites. He's got a ton of books out there, but go check it out. His, his latest ones, uh, fix this next. He's been on the podcast. He's, he's epic. He's really, really good. You know, I've li- like I said, I've listened to probably hundreds of business marketing, you know, all kinds of books. And he's probably definitely my, uh, you know, if not my favorite, one of my top favorites, um, you know, Robert, uh, Kiyosaki is probably up there too, but go check that out guys. He talks about, you know, how to look at your business and, you know, fix this next. The whole premise is look, uh, at the lowest level, fix that and then move up. And, uh, and he really, uh, puts it in a way that's easily digestible and, you know, where you can really find what to do next, uh, pretty easily. Um, John, any last words in terms of, you know, giving some advice? I know that I always like to, when people ask me this question, I love to get it because, you know, I love to be able to give people kind of shortcuts and pitfalls that I ran into, you know, in the start of my journey in terms of being an entrepreneur, starting an Amazon business, things like that. Any kind of, you know, bite-sized pieces that you can give people to really look at um, at the beginning of their journey, um, you know, in terms of, of starting or running their business. Yeah, I, th- I think the first the first biggest piece of advice, especially if you're building it as a side hustle like Amazon, is to uh, have an end goal in mind. So, so envision what that goal is when you have your Amazon business live and what that number is. Um, you know, it's it's a critical piece. And and I think if you say, hey, in one year's time, I'm going to have a Amazon business doing fifty thousand a month, that is something you write down and you and you keep it near you. You know that that that's your your mind works in mysterious ways and the universe to get you there so do that that's number one and then importantly uh what what i try to teach is is to create milestones milestones working back from that year goal or whatever it is and then breaking those down into minor stones so taking that milestone and breaking it down into minor stones and then just focusing on what you have to do now because once you do that and you've you've laid out your basic plan you've got your milestones and your milestones in place and you know what you need to do this week then you do it and then next week you have one thing to do and you do that and it just becomes a simple thing of not overthinking things but just doing what you need to do now and you'll hit your goal so that was really really helpful to me um, in my approach to to getting out of my way and letting my my work result in a successful amazon business absolutely that's great advice um, on that note, you know, like we we're just talking about how, you know, we, we're always consuming new materials. Any, any favorite books, podcasts, you know, personal development, uh, anything that you're into right now that you'd like to share with anybody? And, and uh, if not, you know, just kind of what you're into right now. Um, yeah, I would say going to back to that point of, of differentiation um, and, and ensuring that you put your creative efforts and your 110% into your product creation, uh, I, w- I would read The Dip by Seth Godin. It's a very short book, um, but it's, it really paints the perspective of going into this idea of, of creating something and the trials and tribulations that come with it and that how you have to keep your focus on, on your efforts to come out of the other side of the dip where no one else does and actually be successful. So I think that's a great book and it's under an hour. It's, it's a super good read. Um, Business book wise, I think Traction is is anybody who's in, in I'm sure you've read Traction if, if you haven't definitely read it, but if you're setting up a business and you want to understand how to set up the right kind of SOPs for your your goals and, and your growth, uh, as well as your scalability of your business, whether it's a SaaS business or anything else, I think Traction is, is my number one uh, on, on that front. Um, and podcasts, 
man, I would say um, how to start a startup was an amazing series um, that, that uh, if you're in the startup world is, is amazing to, to, it's done by Y Combinator um, and it's, it's an awesome uh, uh, podcast and worth checking out. Awesome. Thanks, John. Those are great. Um, I have not read Traction, but I will add it to my probably 50 um, book uh, queue right now. I've got so many good ones, but that's a great one. Um, what I what I'm trying to do now, actually, which is kind of funny, is you know what I've realized is is I, I've I've noticed that I have the same problem with my my consumption as I do with my businesses. Right, I, I have shiny object syndrome. <laughs> so I'm really trying to like focus down on, on, you know, just a couple of concepts and really work, uh, work on those. So, um, I will get to it at some point, but probably not, not soon until I get some more stuff dialed in, but I really appreciate that. The, uh, the, uh, the ironic <laughs> thing of the ironic, the ironic thing of traction is, is exactly that is about how to give you focus on your business and, and oh, right. well, of, maybe, maybe, maybe I might have to, yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. I might have to move it up. The other one that was pretty good was, uh, the one thing I think it was, it was very probably yeah. similar to that. It's another good one, but, uh, all right, we're at the end here. Feel free to uh, let people know, you know, where they can find you. Uh, you know, feel free to plug anything you want here. Uh, let people know how they can reach out. Yeah, I would uh, just go to zonguru.com. Uh, check us out there. I think we have an amazing uh, support team there who is passionate about you and your business. So you can ask any questions there. They'll help you out. Definitely check out our blog. Um, the way that we're structured in our blog is to create deep, rich content around certain pain points. Uh, that you have on your Amazon business and give you the solutions. Uh, so if you go there, you will find, you know, ones on how to find and validate a product idea and read that blog because again, that's the educational content you want before you go and use the tool, right? So check that out. Um, there's ones for sellers and for researchers. That's how we kind of structure our content. And there's, you know, the links off the side where you can download free assets uh, that will help you with your business and they're there completely free. Uh, I would also say follow us at Zonguru uh, on Instagram. Uh, basically, it's just a feed of product ideas and inspiration. We wanted to approach Instagram differently to, to other businesses. So it actually helps you with your product research um, right there on Instagram while, you, while you're checking out your, your social. So uh, I would start there. Um, you know, there's plenty for you to check out and uh, try. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, John. Really appreciate that. Hey guys, if you haven't done so yet, uh, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We really appreciate it, guys. We keep growing month over month and uh, it's it's very, uh, it, it gives us a lot of joy when we get emails from you guys saying how much we've helped you. So we, we really love to get those. Please reach out if you guys have any show ideas or if there's anybody, you know, I've been getting emails about people asking to uh, get specific guests on. So um, keep doing that, guys. We really like to uh, to get those. If you want to join us live, um, you know, after the show, we do a Q&A. So you, you'd be able to, if you were on live today, you'd be able to um, ask John questions one-on-one, -on -one, um, you know, real time, uh, sellroundtable.com forward slash live. And uh, thank you again, John. And uh, Amy, do you want to add anything at the end here? No, I just want to, you know, I really, I want to say something about Zon Guru. Um, you know, there's a lot of competitors out there and, um, there's, there's not that many competitors that are the size of Zonguru that are letting people like me try out their tool and, um, and give feedback on it. And, you know, John, we just appreciate you being here and letting us beat you up a little bit on the, on the product research side of things. Um, it's, it was really a pleasure having you. And, um, and yeah, I, I, I'm really enjoying your tool. I'm having a great time. 
um, utilizing it. I love how it, you know, integrates with my Amazon searches and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, thank, thank you for that. And, um, and so everybody try it out and uh, check it out. You guys have a really good podcast and, and some good data as well. So thanks. Thanks again, John, for being here and, um, and for, for letting us beat you up on the product research side. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I, I enjoyed it. And, and, you know, that's, that's always, uh, an important part of the conversation is is to go in and, and dive into some of the harder questions or the harder areas or topics to to go. I think at the end of the day, we're all trying to be successful uh, creating products to sell on Amazon and beyond. So uh, you know, all our goals are aligned at the end of the day um, to get there. But thanks, guys. That was that was awesome. I had a lot of fun. Thanks, again, guys. We'll see you next time on the Seller Roundtable. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.